This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. We've got one of our listeners, Smitty, on the line. He's in his truck right now, and it sounds like you're worked up. What's going on, pal? This is not the way to start the weekend, man. What's wrong? <laughs> All right, long story short, I went to Arby's last week. I ordered a brisket sandwich and a, large, a load of potato fries. It came to 18 bucks. I pull up to the window, and I ask for lots of Arby's sauce. She says, I can only give you two. I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, the new owners, and they say we can only give you two, and they're 15 cents a piece after that. I said, see you later. Keep your freaking money. So I drove away. Fast forward to this morning. I go to Tim Hortons. I order my coffee and my bagel with butter and double toasted. And I get up to the window. I pay for it. I said, oh, can you throw in a couple jam for me, buddy? And he's like, they're 30 cents each. I'm like, what are you talking about, man? No, they're 30 cents a piece for jam. I go, so what are you going to do? Like, charge me. You want cream and sugar in that? It's 50 cents a shot. Um, there's a 30 cent stirring fee and 10 cents if you want a lid. Like, <laughs> what's next, man? I'm just getting so aggravated. What you're do you think? You. Your condiments We're getting... are, are too expensive. Yeah, come on, man. Jam, 30 cents, <laughs> and they're a tiny little pack. They probably get like uh, 100 of them in a little jar of jam, so they're making 30 bucks on a jar of jam. You got to be kidding me! Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who you should be angry at. If you should be mad at the the restaurant, or if you should be mad at the person who's obviously ruined it for everyone else. Like someone was taking advantage of the free Arby's sauce and the free jam, and eventually they probably said, "Well, this is ridiculous. Like people are taking this stuff hand over fist. We got to put a limit on it." You can't just take the jam. Yeah, that's part of the experience. Of jam and they give it to you. Yeah. But that's me. I mean, to charge you 30 cents for jam, I'm like, we're gonna, I swear to God, they're going to start charging you for cream and sugar, and they're going to start charging you for a stirring fee, and they're going to start charging you for a lid. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I was at McDonald's with my kids getting Happy Meals last week. I asked for a couple honeys for them. They like dipping their fries in the honey. Oh, wow. Guess what they charged me? What? Nothing. Hmm. You bugger. Do they know who you were? Do they know who you were, Taz? Yeah, exactly. I said, I'm yeah. Taz from the radio. I want free honey for my kids to dip their fries in. But it, there's, a, there's a solution. Brother. Go to McDonald's, ask for some honey, and then just keep it in your truck and, and have that on your toast instead of jam. Well, I'm going to say Taz sent me. I'm going to do that. All right. Give it a try. <laughs> Let me know how it works out. Thanks, brother. Have a good weekend. Can you not just grab Arby's sauce anymore? I thought you, like, if you go into the restaurant, don't they have it in a little bin and you can take, because I had friends who used to have handfuls of that in the fridge. Hmm. Because they loved the Arby's sauce so much, they'd take it home to put on other sandwiches that they made themselves. And you'd think that the Arby's sauce. They have uh, that little condiment station at most of these places, yeah. You'd you'd think that eventually they're kind of like, well, listen, we're not... We're not running an Arby sauce charity here. That's how they would just try to justify it, but I, uh, their bottom line can't be taking a big hit from Arby sauce. <laughs> There's no way. They're just no. trying to nickel and dime people. I feel if you get a good relationship going with the person at the window, like if you're a regular customer. Sure, first name basis. They may slide you a free jam every once in a while. Wow, and then poor Dorothy gets fired because she's been handing out free jams, Taz. Is that what you want? <laughs> they got security cameras, you know? <laughs> hey, I noticed you gave Smitty three jams. Where's the 90 cents, <laughs> Dorothy? This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
Imagine this. You are uh, one of the biggest Guns N' Roses fans in Brazil. You've got the Guns N' Roses logo tattooed on your lower back. Okay? Mm -hmm. You also work at a restaurant in a hotel. Guess who comes into the restaurant? Axl Rose. Mm. What do you do? Play it cool. Get him to sign your tattoo. You don't pull out your phone and, and take a video or a picture? Uh, yeah, I would. Well, so did this uh, waitress. True story in Brazil. She, uh, she took a picture of Axl Rose and got fired for it. Hmm. So she worked at the hotel? Worked at the hotel. You know what? I can kind of see it. Yeah. Uh, Guns N' Roses fans caught wind of the story. They started protesting in front of the hotel. No word on whether or not it worked. Don't Mm -hmm. know if she got her job back or if she'd even want it back after that point. But it would be tough. Like She's obviously a super fan. This is the biggest... You know, moment. Who who would your like all time celebrity be? You'd be shocked to see or meet oh, in real life, Jim. Dude, if Rosie O'Donnell walked into this building, <laughs> I would lose it. No, I don't know. Maybe if it was, who knows? Will Dave Ferrell? Chappelle. Maybe? Yeah, Dave yeah. Chappelle. Like it would be very tough to not take a picture of that person. But the thing is, you're getting paid to be there, and if it's a high, if it's like an expensive or a nice hotel, which it probably is, if Axl Rose is going there, he's still got a lot of money. Part of the process is you're supposed to not make them feel like you're supposed to not make them feel vulnerable or yeah. in the hands of the paparazzi. Like they're going to the hotel to be left alone, relax, and the employees are are taking pictures of you and bothering you. So she should get a job at like a Holiday Inn or something or a yeah, Motel yeah. 6. Because <laughs> there'd be no reasonable expectation to not take any video. <laughs> Axel Rose is staying at one of those places. He's got to see it coming. But Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he should, if I was Axel Rose, I would step in and be on behalf of this, this woman and be like, rehire her or something. But, I mean, there's probably a policy. Like, this is a fancy hotel. Leave the celebs alone. Now, to be clear, Axel Rose didn't demand that this woman was fired or anything like that. He may have not even realized that the picture was taken. Yeah, yeah. But it probably is the policy of this high-end hotel. Don't take pictures of the guests. Yeah. And we heard the story. The story gets around. I'm sure his people probably hear it. He probably could step in, whether it would make a difference or not. But then is he not encouraging that behavior down the road? Like, if he wants to be at a hotel and doesn't want his picture taken, yeah, and he, he's basically saying it's okay to take a picture to film me. Only if you if have I'm... a lower back tattoo, though. <laughs> <laughs> you got to show me the receipts of that tattoo. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, if it looks too fresh, I'm not fighting for you to get your job back. Yeah. You can't go get the tattoo the next day if you get fired this is the taz and jim podcast yeah i I got my uh my wedding anniversary coming up this fall Uh, maybe i should take a book from johnny depp's gift catalog Mm -hmm. apparently he gave his ex kate moss what a diamond necklace from quote the crack of his ass Is that your anniversary that's coming up? Your what is it? The first paper anniversary? What there's, is it? There's paper. I know five years is wood, and I think uh, seven years is ass crack. Yeah, yeah. It's your yeah. ass crack anniversary. <laughs> so this is real. So Kate Moss is writing a book, uh, and it's called, uh, or sorry, no, it's her life in looks video for the British Vogue released. 
Um, she's kind of going back through her career talking about the most notable moments. Now, in 1995, she had this glittering choker diamond necklace on at the CFDA Fashions Award. It was a big deal. Everybody talked about this necklace. What a beautiful necklace. What a beautiful necklace, they said. Where did you get it? Well, guess who gave it to her? Johnny Depp, her boyfriend her at boy, the time. They, they were a hot couple for quite a quite a long time. Yeah. And apparently, the diamond necklace Johnny gave me, she says... Uh, were the first diamonds I ever no- owned, and he pulled them out of the crack of his ass. So they were going out to dinner, and he said, Hey, I've got something in my bum. Can you have a look? And she was like, What? So then Moss proceeded to put her hands down his, the back of his trousers. She's British. Uh-huh. His trousers. Trousers. And she pulled out a diamond necklace. Yes, that diamond necklace. <laughs> So I'm uh, guessing she ran him under the sink before she got on stage at the award show, but... Yeah. The Daily Dumper. <laughs> That's interesting. I was more impressed because I thought, initially when I saw the headline, I thought Johnny Depp put like three pieces of coal in there. and then Compressed him. He, he, he squeezed his cheeks and the diamonds fell out. I think, I think he just pinched it like he didn't have a ring box or whatever, like a jewelry box to open up, you know, yeah. with the plush inside. So he's like, well, what, where else am I going to hold it? She's going to see it if I wear it. I, I was concerned when I was proposing because uh, I had the ring box in my jacket pocket. I'm like, well, what if she notices something is in there? I, I didn't think of that one, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> This is a real rich guy prank. You know what I mean? You can't pull this one off unless you're worth multi-millions. I've got something in my butt. Why don't you take a look? (laughs) Surprise, honey. Pull my finger. (laughs) Oh, there's a diamond ring on it. What? (laughs) Yeah. I'm starting to think Johnny Depp might be a little weird. Or maybe, you know, I'm starting to get why Amber heard. Are you brave enough to let me see your big cock? Our sports guy, Devin Peacock, is here, and a blockbuster deal in the world of basketball yesterday, Devin. This was a shocker. Uh, Donovan Mitchell uh, was expected to be traded. The New York Knicks have long been rumored as the favorite. Everyone was watching New York to make this move. They wanted to do it, and then Cleveland swooped in and pulled off a fantastic trade. Where was this Mitchell guy coming from? He was uh, traded from Utah. He has been a star with Utah, and Utah is going into a rebuilding mode right now. They traded Rudy Gobert over the summer to Minnesota. They got a haul of draft picks for him, and that was what they wanted in this deal, and that's what they got from Cleveland. New York had the picks to pull this deal off, didn't want to pull the trigger, and it's going to be a missed opportunity. You have a Cleveland Cavaliers team right now that is going to have a fantastic backcourt. They got a great uh, rookie in Evan Mobley. If I am a Cleveland sports fan, I'm ecstatic right now. What if you're LeBron James? Are you a little worried? I wouldn't be too worried. I mean, LeBron just re-upped with the Lakers for almost basically $50 million a season. (laughs) He'll get over it. (laughs) He'll be fine. LeBron's just waiting for Bronny to get into the NBA so he can go play with him for one season before he ultimately retires. But if you're looking at Ohio right now, they have got Donovan Mitchell and Johnny Hockey in the same summer. This is a fantastic year for Ohio sports. Who's Johnny Hockey? Johnny Johnny Gaudreau. 
playing for the Blue Jackets. Okay, well, yeah. You know he loves Columbus so much. <laughs> Listen, I know, I know Johnny Football. <laughs> Johnny Manziel is playing for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Basically, if you have a kid and you name him Johnny and he plays a sports, uh, he can be anything: Johnny basketball, Johnny golf, yeah. Johnny, Johnny tennis, Johnny, Johnny roofer. If he just does uh, blue collar stuff, <laughs> Johnny pickleball. <laughs> yeah, so so Ohio is a hot place to be living right now. If you're a sports fan, Ohio's the place to be. How about those Cleveland Browns? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to bring everyone down, Ohio. <laughs> Thanks, Dev. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Friday, heading into a long weekend. Thanks to all the uh, Ticats fans who have been sending us messages where we should party before and after the Labor Day Classic on Monday. Behind the subway, Jim? <laughs> that's that's one text. There's a, I think the street's called Chapel Street right behind it, and somebody said uh, our house is right behind the subway. Always a party there. <laughs> That'd be all right. Get get a ham and turkey after before you go to bed. Yeah, a little, a little foot longer. <laughs> Soak shout up some to, of the beers. Shout out to Don Sprague as well, who's uh, sitting in section 104, Y108 Rocks. He says he wants to come have a beer and get a photo with us. Yes, Don, we'll do it. Yeah, follow us on social media. Yes. You'll be able to see where we are if you're going to the Labor Day Classic. Uh, Taz and Jim on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We'll be posting through the day. And Ryan, who is our Hamilton producer, is going to be our guide through this because you are a Ticat super fan, Ryan. Oh, yeah. You're pretty pumped. What do we need to know going into Monday? This is our first Labor Day Classic. What should we know before we show up? Yeah, so this is like the game to watch. It's the Labor Day Classic. It's Ticats Argo. It's one of the biggest rivalries in the CFL. And it's an interesting one this year because the Ticats haven't been doing that well. Uh, so far, they've played three games against each other, two in Toronto, one in Hamilton. Argo's won in Toronto, we've won in Hamilton, so if we want to split the difference uh, and at least go two and two with them, we've got to win this one. Okay, what time we were told by our last caller, Phil, there, that we need to show up early. What time would you recommend getting to Tim Horton's field or the area around the field? Uh, the earlier, the better, especially for the Labor Day Classic. Uh, definitely, at like at least noon, you'll want to get there okay. uh, just to make sure you get in the in, in the. Phil field said nine a.m. Are people yeah. crushing beers and and tailgating? Is it, are people friendly? Are they inviting you uh, into their yards to to have a cold one? Or what's the vibe like? Oh yeah, it's it's going to be like a party around there basically all day, uh probably after the game as well. Okay. Is your dad coming? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he'll be there with me. Can he give us a ride? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Is he a party guy? Is he going to pop his tarp off or is he pretty low key? No, we we we're we're more there to watch the game uh than the party, but okay. I, I I do enjoy a nice beer. Tarp on guy, kind of guys. Yeah. Yeah. In dad mode, you know? He's Are a good church going guy. Good man. Are you taking your tarp off at the game, Jim? Me? I hope so. 
Do we need to stop at the Halloween store and get some yellow and black paint? <laughs> I think so. That'd be awesome. Let's go all out. Is there any superstitions that you know of, Ryan? Like if we show up, should, do we have to touch the statue of the football guy out front? Or when we get in, do we have to genuflect or, or something? What do we have to do? Yeah, you know, I can't think of anything off the top of my head like that. Uh, just don't show up in blue. Yeah, fair enough. Tie cats, Argos, Oski, Wee Wee Rye. <laughs> This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Trouble in paradise, Jimbo. What's up? Apparently Tom Brady and Giselle are fighting. What? Over what? Wait, what do you know? His return to football. <laughs> she's she's mad he went back. How can you be mad? I, I, well, I don't know. Uh, he did kind of pull a fast one on everybody. And... Am I going to take it personally? Not really, but I'm sure if you told your wife you were retiring, you retired, got all the huzzas and accolades from everybody, and then said, just kidding, honey, I'm going back to play football, she might be a little upset. What does she need him around for? <laughs> you got servants, you got millions of dollars. He's, he's only got you know a limited time frame when he can do this. Let him do it, Giselle. So the word is, according to the New York Post, they've been fighting pretty hard about uh, Brady's return to football to the point where Giselle left the family home in Tampa and jetted down to Costa Rica. No wonder she's so upset. What a tough life. That's it. I'm leaving and going to one of our many houses. If I leave, I got to go to my buddy's basement. (laughs) Uh, Tom took that 11-day break from... Buccaneers training camp. The rumor was he may have been a contestant on The Masked Singer, Mm -hmm. but now it's looking more like he had to go and smooth things over with his wife for 11 days. I hope that's not true. As a Tampa Bay fan, Taz, like he's those are important weeks to be there. You know, meld with the team, get the plays going. Well, yeah, you are a little concerned as a Tampa fan because. Is is Brady's mind going to be in it if he doesn't have the support of his wife and family? What is he going to be focused on during the season? I say dumper. <laughs> this is a bad. So how selfish can you be? He's the greatest of all time. He should. You know. I know. Maybe he went back on his word to her. I don't know what happened behind the scenes. But if there's anybody who shouldn't be mad at their husband for for having one more year on the job and unretiring, it's Tom Brady's wife. He'll retire eventually. Yes, and you'll and you'll be sick of him. You know, after he's home for three years in a row, you'll be like, God, I didn't know how good I had it. This guy's annoying. He's moping around the house. He's just talking about football. He's bummed out he's not playing. Go play, Tom. Yeah. Go play in the CFL. When he does retire, you're going to go to your other house in Costa Rica because you're sick of him. Yeah, he's going to be putting around the house doing nothing. <laughs> Dude, Postures all off. Yeah. I can't wait to retire for that reason alone. To putts? I, I love putzing. <laughs> Big putzing. Sure, thing. you tidy a little, yeah. do something in the backyard. Just putzing around. Yeah. You know, maybe you can go out to the to the hardware store, putz around there for a bit, putz around the Tim Hortons, <laughs> grab yourself a coffee. Yeah, yeah. Get home. Just living that putz life. And just putzing, putzing all day long. <laughs> and my wife and kids are going to uh, the in laws putz fest. <laughs> <laughs> Taz's weekend plans. A lot of putts and involved. Jack, I'll never let go. I promise. How old are you again? 26. Uh, peace out.
Would Leonardo DiCaprio date it is the game. He broke up with his girlfriend this week. She turned 25 years old. and There's a little trend in Leo's life. Once they turn 25, they're gone. <laughs> so Jim is going to give you a uh, something. And you basically have to guess whether or not it's older or younger than 25. So the question is, would Leo date it? Yes. So if you think that it's younger than 25, then the answer is yes. If you think it's older than 25, the yes. answer is no. And the cutoff is 25. If it's 25 years old, no. Hard no. Hard no. <laughs> Big pass. <laughs> Enrico is in the hammer, and he's our contestant. Hey, buddy. Hey, yes, sir. How you doing? Very good. You understand the rules of the game? I think so. Okay, let's uh, try the first one here. Would Leo date it? Would Leo date it? The Macarena. <laughs> Would Leo date it? Like the dance uh, craze? The Macarena, the song and dance. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say no. You are correct. No. Hey. 1993, 29 years old, the Macarena is. Yay. Or as Leo would call it, over the hill. <laughs> would Leo date it here? Pokemon Yellow. What's that? The a, video uh, game, Game Boy game. Game Boy game. Biggest game ever for the Game Boy. Pokemon Yellow. Would Leo date it? No. I'm sorry, he would. 1998. It's only 24 years old. Or oh, as Leo really? would call it, good to go. Good to go. <laughs> but. <laughs> Clock's ticking. Clock's ticking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, how about this one? Would Leo date it? The movie Happy Gilmore. Would Leo date it? Yes. I'm sorry, no, it came out in 96. It's 26 years old now. Really? Be happy, Gilmore. Wow, where does it go, huh, Leo? Get out of this one. Really? Now listen carefully. Okay, would Leonardo DiCaprio date it? The warranty of a three-tab Dakota asphalt shingle. Would Leonardo DiCaprio date it? The warranty of a three-tab <laughs> Dakota asphalt shingle. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. He wouldn't. No, 25 years is the warranty. <laughs> Too old. Not. Yep. That's pretty good warranty for that shingle. Though. Darn right. <laughs> How about uh, would Leo date it? Big mouth Billy Bass. Would Leo date big mouth Billy Bass? Like the plastic fish, you, you yeah. hang on your um, wall, you press the button. Yeah, it's like Take me to the yeah. river. Here's a little song <laughs> I wrote. Um I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no. Ah, he would have, yes! Ah, Nineteen ninety nine, oh, wow. Big Mouth Billy Bass. Only twenty three years old. All right, still wow. got a couple years left in it, <laughs> right? <laughs> still on Leo's radar there. Yeah, he might pull one out next to his yacht. <laughs> <laughs> so what's that? Is that, that, that a, uh, well, I don't even. I wasn't even keeping track. I think he got three out of five, though. Good enough. I I, I counted two, but whatever. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> We're gonna give you a hundred dollars in Lotto Max tickets, Enrico. Okay. Thank you, thank you guys. I appreciate that. Yay! Thank you guys. Let us know if you become a multimillionaire. Oh, you'll be. I'll be. I'll be coming over there. Just do not trade in your wife for a younger model if that happens. You know, don't be like Leo. Yeah, okay, be a better man. Nah, don't. You have to worry about that. No, no, I've been there, done that. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.